<laughs> I think usually I've already started speaking at this point. I, but I just so. I just didn't Hi. for some reason. Like, I'm like, is he gonna say uh, something or am I just gonna? I was in my own world. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to Observe jam, and Retort. So it's you know, yeah. Welcome everybody. We're on week eight of 2021. Yes. Uh, week seven has been stressful. I'm gonna be honest. Personally, for you, it's been very busy. Okay. I've been incredibly busy at work. I did not take a weekend. I just worked the whole way through. Oh, no. Uh, So that's probably why I forgot where I'm supposed to come in because I am running (laughs) on fumes. Literally napping right now. now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm basically asleep. (laughs) But I'm ready. This week had some fun (laughs) stories. There were some. I don't know what you found, but I found some. interesting news okay well i am looking forward to that but first i'd like to ask if you have any news about well, the internship well it's well new i mean i started writing i i got my first um review published and that was cool look at that i know but it's so weird because I'm just, I'm literally just at home still, just writing like at my computer. So it doesn't feel like a huge, well, it actually, it does feel like um, something is very different, even though I am literally in my apartment still and not that much has changed in that way. But it's just like the, the feeling of hopelessness and dread has like been a little lifted. And now I can just kind of like chill when I chill and... But the thing is also now I'm I um I'm reviewing podcasts and sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I have to do work, but I'm just listening to podcasts and then I realize, oh bitch, that is your work right now. <laughs> You're working. Look at you. Aww. Like it's so nice. <laughs> it's so nice. Uh, yeah. So sounds it's great. honestly very perfect for me. It I mean if I can keep doing this, I would I would fucking do that. It's very cool. It's good people and um yeah. I'm gonna gotta write some things, but yeah, still terrifying writing in Danish. I've yeah, whew, it's a lot. It's terrifying for me too. Don't worry. Writing in Danish, yeah. you write in Danish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that okay. So yeah, I can imagine that's a little more terrifying. I have, <laughs> after all, been speaking it for thirty years. Um, yeah. <laughs> eh. <laughs> It's still hard, man. It's still difficult. Our struggle is the say? same, okay? <laughs> the same struggle. <laughs> How are, but are you, are you okay? Like, are you just exhausted or? I, yeah. I have no no time for feelings of how I am. I just have time Aww, for Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> oh my God. David. It will Aww. be over soon. Will it? I don't know. We'll see. So... <laughs> I hope this is not like an ominous kind of way. <laughs> it will all be over soon. The excessive workload will be over soon. Okay, that's good. Yes. That's good. Um, all right. Well, I think we get should into get into it. it. Yeah. Uh, I go first. Go for it. Okay, so I saw this piece and I was like, ooh. Um, yeah, that's a great way to start <laughs> Yes. Also, my articles are amazing. You should read them. I feel like we talked uh, about that voice. I feel like we want the jazz voice. Jazz voice from that. Also, I got some feedback. The jazz voice. Okay. They loved the jazz voice. They wanted what more was, of it. What did it sound like? They said, oh, I'm yeah, going to speak like this. Yeah. Is it? 
Okay, okay. Ooh. Speak like we're going to play some Kenny G. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes. Going to put on a bubble burn. Two different people reached G. out to me. One person that I didn't even know listened to the podcast and said they liked the jazz voice. So I feel so like it should change stay. everything about myself and just do the, <laughs> the jazz voice. That's not what I said. I guess I'm going to I'm going to do this. You know what? This is just because people are going to get boners and that's all they want. Isn't like that's the thing. Ooh, that reminds me. This is relevant a little later in the segment <laughs> this, in this episode. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, that's relevant to my story, so I hope that we don't have the same story. <gasps> Maybe we do have a weekly what the fuck that's the same. But oh, no, I have my, three, my so main we'll story. Survive. I only I only have one weekly what the fuck, but I, my main story is Okay. Bonalicious. Oh, it's Bonalicious? That's the best that's the best ones. That is the best one. It's it was just for you. Oh. <laughs> the boner was just for me. <laughs> Please, Lord, tell us what your story is. Okay, like. so scientists <laughs> have discovered she- Yeah. Greatest boner. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. Don't continue. judge me. Just move on. Let's all just okay, move on. So this is please. from Vice. It's okay. written by Becky Ferreira. I hope that is how you say it. And the title is Scientists Achieve Real-Time Communication with Lucid Dreamers in Breakthrough. And I love that shit. I am all about dreams. I'm all <laughs> about that. I always remember my dreams. It's like It's like waking up from watching a long movie that's just fucking wild you know uh <laughs> i'm all about dream i just want to appreciate that quote while it's in the air i'm all about dreams <laughs> like is it like a hobby for you is that i don't know it's not it's i'm one of those annoying people that's like oh my god so my dream last night i'm gonna tell you all about that and like my whatever best friend, she's like, uh, yeah, dreams are boring. I really don't. I really, I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. I like talking about my dreams, but like if we have a long conversation about other people's dreams, I'm like, oh, when can I just talk about my dreams again? <laughs> I'm a horrible person. I don't know why I have any friends, but anyway, Jens and I. Uh, we talk about our dreams all the time and um, and I'm happy nobody can hear us talk about it because I'm very aware that it probably is super boring, but I think it's fun. I think it's kind of fun. I don't know. N- not a lot is going on here, okay? So we'll take what we can get. <laughs> Whatever entertainment <laughs> That's possible. where the action happens. Um, It's fine with me. Anyway, so I'm going to go back to the piece. <laughs> So this international team of researchers were able to achieve real-time dialogues with people in the midst of lucid dreams, a phenomenon that is called interactive dreaming. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. I'm really cool. So fascinated. So <laughs> participants in the study were able to correctly respond to questions such as simple math problems while they were in deep rabbit eye movement, also known as REM sleep. Um, the research reveals this uh, relatively unexplored communication channel that could actually enable a new strategy for the empirical exploration of dreams. 
so yeah, it's it's really wild. And uh, this lady Karen Conkley Conkley, a PhD student at Northwestern University, and first author of the of the new paper, says one thing that surprised us is that you could just say a sentence to somebody, and they could understand it just as it actually is. That's wild. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Ooh, ooh, all of this reminds me. Oh, this is the best thing that has happened to me in a while. Did you have we talked about this? Did you I see the know. lady who walks in her sleep and talks in her sleep? No. Have I you seen those I've YouTube seen, videos? I've seen a few people who walk in their sleep, but I don't okay. know which one you're talking about. There is this woman in the US who like who put up cameras in her apartment because she sleepwalks so much and the result like the it's i have never laughed so hard in my life than when i look at these videos she's fucking hilarious she's talking she's like like you she goes outside to the lawn and feeds the lawn like soda cans it's so funny i think i have seen that i think i've seen her walking outside and pouring cider on the ground. I have to... What is her name? It's not fair I'm talking to her and I can't even remember. What is it? Something with Panda? Panda? Uh, anyway. Anyway. I'll put a link in the Instagram or something. Um, yeah. So, the the thing I was talking about. So, Conkley, because that's probably her name, <laughs> and her colleagues recruited 36 people to fall asleep in laboratories located in the United States, France, Germany, and the Netherlands with the goal of entering a lucid state in which the person was aware that they were in a dream. So the study included several uh, experienced lucid dreamers, including one individual with narcolepsy, as well as people who were not so familiar with this kind of dreaming. Yeah. and the researchers verified that participants had entered REM sleep by placing electrodes like next to their eyes and on their scalps and also on their chins. So by measuring activity such as brain waves and eyeball movements, sleep experts could determine if a person had entered this deep sleep state. And some of the participants were then asked to confirm that they were in a dream with a prearranged ocular response in which they move their eyes in like a specific left right pattern so they ha- so they communicate it with their eyes basically and these eye signals along with facial contortions were used as a means of communicating during the sleep sessions also it must look so creepy <laughs> <laughs> for instance the researchers asked a 19 year old american participant to subtract 6 from 8 while he was in a lucid dream and he correct uh, correctly signaled the answer to with two eye movements from left to right. And then they asked him again and he repeated the correct answer. I just think like, I just think that's very cool. Also, I saw this video that people actually changing habits or trying to change habits by basically doing inception on people. Did you see this? No. Okay, so um, like they hook people up to this thing where like they can um, give them a, a certain smell while they're sleeping. So they would like 
put in cigarette smell and then they would the, the person would sleep and uh and they would uh smell the cigarettes and then they would smell like a rotten egg smell right after so the association would change so the people who were went through this a lot of them actually ended up like really cutting down on smoking a lot so it's it's very fascinating it's crazy um yeah <laughs> so roughly 18% of the trials resulted in this level of clear and accurate communication from the dreamer. 17% produced indecipherable answers. 3% ended with incorrect responses. And 60% did not provoke any response at all. So it's obviously not like <laughs> the majority of people. But I mean, 18% is still very impressive, I think. It's also, as I understand, it's really hard to lucid dream. So yeah. Like there's also you have to kind of train it yeah have you ever tried it i haven't i just learned a way to I, are you going to tell us how how we start training or i mean i i, I have some steps here so okay. like how to do it or how to to train it uh it says make your bedroom hospitable to dreaming i'm like what the mm -hmm. the fuck does that mean anyway keep a dream journal i mean i I used to do that when I was a kid because I really wanted to remember my dreams. And I, I don't even remember how much I did it. I don't feel like I was, it was that long, but I've literally been able to remember my dreams so vividly since I was a child <laughs> since then. So I think it works. I mean, it, I mean, people saying it does, it probably does. Um, and I don't know how long you have to do it for, for it to start sticking and, uh, yeah. And then, like, if you recognize your dream signs, like, I have this dream where I'm flying and I have this very specific technique of flying. And it's so weird when I'm dreaming. I'm like, yeah, that's totally a thing I do. It's fine. It's like, it's super. This is what I do. Yeah, I always do. What that. is it's your cool. specific technique of flying? It's something with my arms. It's very silly. <laughs> it's super silly. It's very dumb. Yeah, it is. Uh, but you can like, if you can start seeing the pattern, if you're like, oh, this is happening. So that means I'm dreaming. If you can tell yourself that, then you could just kind of fuck around in the dream. That's and the tip that I heard very recently yeah. was, you know, how in a dream things that don't make any sense can be made to make sense. Like your brain just puts it into a place where it goes, yeah, sure. That happens. That's fine. That makes sense. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. That's Apparently, true. one of the tips to realize that you're dreaming is if you read anything in the dream, like if you see a sign or something like that, and then you look away and you look back, what's on the sign will have changed because your brain is just making up shit. Uh -huh. So if you okay. see any writing in your dream, look away from that or whenever you are. So you should do it in real life as well so that you can practice it so that you know to do it in the dream. So like when you see a sign Wait. in real okay. life, look uh -huh. away and look back and look away and look back. And obviously in real life, that sign's not going to change. But if you start practicing doing that in real life, then eventually you'll do it in a dream and you'll go, holy shit, the sign just changed. I'm dreaming. <laughs> and that will be, yeah. can be the start of being able to take control. Huh. I never really think about writing and like signs and stuff in dreams, I guess. Yeah. Another thing was me having my teeth 
fallout but that's very normal but at some point i was like really tired of it i'm like this has to be a dream because i cannot fucking keep losing my teeth oh my god uh the worst okay um oh no so a lot of the participants were actually able to recall the interactions with the researchers after they had woken up uh with individuals reporting that the the prompt sounded like a voiceover narrator or like a radio speaker that was just clearly coming from outside of their dream. Some individuals remembered different questions and answers after they woke up uh, than the ones they actually received or gave in the dream. Uh, so this highlights how difficult it is to actually accurately reconstruct dreams once a person is, is awake because, you know, it just... It's so fleeting. Yeah. It just kind of gets away from you so fast. Yeah. Do you ever like wake up and then the mood of your dream just sticks with you the entire day? I don't think so. Okay. But I don't feel like I have the same relationship with dreams that you can. Okay. Do, so like. um, uh, yeah. Because I don't really know what's normal. I just know my own. <laughs> experiences it's honestly I'm sure that sometimes has happened, i wish that was I... not a thing for me it's really annoying <laughs> <laughs> it's nice if it's nice but for a lot of times like I you're the kind of person who that person and that person reminds me of this and ugh, and it's just you're the kind of person who if your partner cheats on you you're angry at them aren't you if they cheat you cheat on you in the dream you're like how the fucking dare you I'm not angry, but I am like eager to tell him that I had the dream. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what you fucking did? <laughs> but I feel the same if I cheated. I'm like, I have to tell you something. Because when I, if I'm having like some sexual fantasy, or not even fantasy, dream about somebody else, and then I realize in the dream that I have a boyfriend, I'm like, oh, fuck no. Oh, no, 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 no. And I get like panicky and the rest of the dream is just me like feeling like I have ruined my life because I cheated on Jens and I didn't even know like in the, when it happened that it's not really, actually, I have to say a lot of my sex dreams are just about Jens. I don't really have a lot of sex dreams about other people. Isn't that boring? Anyway. That was my that was my story. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna take us in quite a different direction. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I would like to take us to Germany. Oh, that is very much the opposite, isn't to it? To talk about <laughs> drilling for oil. Funsies. Or practicing. You were like, I'm gonna bring a light story. <laughs> Uh, another term for it could be practicing your pogo or tossing the turkey, tickling the pickle, what? What? tuning the antenna, taming Pumba. What are you talking spreading about? Spreading the mayo. What? Polishing the rocket. Oh, we're talking about masturbating? Finding Nemo. Grinding Nemo, did you say Finding that? Finding Nemo. <laughs> Grinding Nemo also works. <laughs> I want to talk also, about engaging in the safest sex there is. So, <laughs> I'm so confused and so complete <laughs> vibe change from that. It was announced last month that the Federal Office for the Protection of the Constitution in Germany mm -hmm. 
have opened an investigation into the young alternative, which is the youth wing of Alternative for Deutschland, the far-right political party in Germany. Funsies. So this investigation is to look into neo-Nazi links. <clears throat> it's to see whether the uh, party as a whole and or the youth section in the party yeah. uh, have gone against the German constitution. Okay. And this investigation could threaten the AFD as a whole. However, despite this pretty significant investigation, it is not the highest concern of Thomas Deutscher, the deputy chairman of the junior AFD in Bavaria, and an His AFD... His last name is Deutscher? Yeah. And an AFD city council member in Schwandorf. He has called on all young German men. <laughs> this doesn't sound good. <laughs> Where is this going, David? That masturbation should be generally discontinued because it deprives <laughs> one of the creative energy, many nutrients, and male strength. <laughs> Hold up. Hold. Okay, pump the brakes for a second. So, okay, so this Deutsche man. Yeah. In every term. Uh, yeah. He wa he wants young German dudes to stop masturbating because it, it... It deprives them of their creative energy, many nutrients, and male any, strength. Any nutrients? Many, many, many nutrients. There's so many nutrients in, in semen in that's not, just... In not masturbating. You know... When you don't okay. masturbate, they get reabsorbed into the body and they just get wasted if if you spunk them all out. All that creativity packed in those little sperms. It, exactly. Mm. You know, that's just science, David. It is. It is. We all know it. Mm. So he has shared uh, caricatures of men of various ages, both masturbating and abstaining. He, I'm sorry. Okay. We have to pause again. He, <laughs> so he's like, Look, don't do this. I'm, I'm going to prove my point by drawing you masturbate. Um, the ones that are masturbating <laughs> are emaciated, hunchbacked, and look stupid. And no, the ones accurate. that abstain <laughs> are proud, stately, and healthy. And like a little... A little nervous and like tense and like really want to like uh, you know punch something like, <laughs> i don't know masturbation deutsche reports has nowadays assumed proportions that go far beyond natural needs <laughs> this is a very serious story it this is, is very, very important serious. i was like and how are you gonna what are you mm. we need to discuss it in depth <laughs> we, do. we do. We don't pack it. So now, from the article that this was a German article, which yeah. uh, turns out Google Translate is really, really poor um, at translating no. German. What? It's way better at translating. Well, <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, so this is from Glosser von Johann Ossel, which. Mm -hmm. Glossal the Ossel also just kind of sounds like Glossal the Ossel. <laughs> that kind of sounds, like, sounds like another euphemism 
for uh, masturbation. I agree. And I'm when I saw this, I sent this to some German friends and I was like, look, you need to tell me, <laughs> is this satire? Because it really seems like satire. And they were like, no, right. no, that's... That holds up. That's, that's real. This is not... <laughs> This nice, is an actual nice. newspaper. This is an actual story. This is an actual expose on. Wow. Deutsche taking a stand. Yeah. Um, so it has not been cleared up. Uh, he has been asked is this an official AFD policy or is this his private opinion? And he refused to answer. Um, However, a recent young alternative Bavaria conference did deal with... (laughs) You take a deep breath. Yeah. Was concerned with external pressure and censorship on the internet, which this article is directly connecting to masturbation. I don't think, think the external pressure was, you know... The office uh, for the protection of the constitution Mm. investigating them is what they meant by external pressure, but the article was willing to leave it uncertain which one it meant. Uh, Are they willing? Sorry, that was really poor. (laughs) That was really (laughs) far-fetched. It also, the article is is very nice uh, to clarify for us that... Because they stand for strengthening the German man, migrants or other oh, uh, or others who are not part of the homogenous society that you Young Alternative right wants rub one out. can probably wank cheerfully. Well, Direct quote. Um, that's, be- that's great. That's great news. That's great news. So look, obviously this is a silly story, but in the process what? of... Researching it a little bit, I did discover that there is a peculiar link between modern right-wing uh, movements, yeah, and anti-masturbation. Well, of course, because the, no, uh, so no, many because of them are religious. No, Isn't that no, kind of the, it's no? separate from. We're not talking oh, religious wow. anti-masturbation. Just very like testy people. <laughs> so. Jordan Peterson. Oh, God, here we go. He tells his followers that there's nothing noble about masturbation, that they should avoid it. David Duke, the former leader of the KKK, uh, believes that pornography is a Jewish conspiracy meant to get men to masturbate instead of procreate. I feel like they're focusing on, like, some not so important thing i feel like their focus is a little skewed i feel like oh i feel like maybe there's something they could maybe turn their energy against that might make them better people in a different way help me out david what is it what is it what is it mm. okay i'm sorry <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've got nothing uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't just don't really get why they're against you know the masonic secret self handshake <laughs> making personal nut butter or <laughs> how many of these did you google hand to gland combat <laughs> <laughs> I don't get what the problem with 
galloping the maga is or pumping the python oh my god no tugging the toothpaste i don't see your face just go ahead and fist your mister like (laughs) anyway as i was saying can can this episode just be this can (laughs) it just be you as i was saying can we just focus please this is a serious news podcast i'm so sorry i'm sorry in fact in nazi germany young Mm. men were taught not to masturbate as a way to make them more malleable to other practices and ideas, which at first I was going, how does that make you more malleable to other practices and ideas? Mm-hmm. However, the most famous right-wing, well, really far-right <laughs> group that is associated with limiting masturbation yeah. are the Proud Boys. So... Uh, so for those, I think boys. most people will have heard of the Proud Boys. They're big Trump fans. They're very aggressive. They were a, a big part of the uh, Capitol riot. Mm. Um, on their also website, a hilarious gay hashtag. Also, Beautiful. hilarious Beautiful. gay hashtag. Mm-hmm. Their website explains that no wanks. Hashtag no wanks. Gets young men off the couch and talking to women. It gets them away from their computers (laughs) and back into bed with their significant others. Uh, So yeah, that's that's from... What were you going to say? Come on. Hit hit me with your feelings on... It's just... I don't feel super safe. I mean, you know that the the Proud Boys are not masturbating. Um... Because I feel like they're a little testy as it is, and um, that kind of built up energy, and, um, and like, yeah, and yeah, it, it cannot have any good outcomes in any way. Maybe, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're just gonna start drawing and be super good at that. Well, one of the reasons so that they do it, and wonderful. One of the reasons they do it is to. Uh, protect their testosterone levels, but apparently That's science not, actually not, shows. Yeah, yeah. Tell them, David, that it increases <laughs> your testosterone levels to you know tug one out, rub one out a little bit. Yeah, to toss the boss, tenderize mm-hmm. the meat, stroke uh-huh. your goat. Um, <laughs> Do you just have like a list? <laughs> just Nobody will ever. Know. All up here, right here oh, in God. the head. Maybe anyway, we talk about that for a moment as um, <laughs> unsettling. <laughs> so there is obviously a long history of group bonding through yeah. mutual taboos. Mm. So in the yeah. same way that Jews are bonded by a shared rejection of shellfish and pork and Mormons by a collective refusal to not have any drugs or alcohol, mm-hmm. the Proud Boys are connected <laughs> by en masse rejecting masturbation and porn and apparently psychologically this can help make people feel more connected to the group because if masturbation is a frequent and powerful urge for them when they think about if it's if they're thinking about it regularly each time they think about it and the group has told them not to do it even if they its wings. even if they succumb to the urge they still think more about the group 
And so the Proud Boys becomes a more regular part of their thought processes and they get drawn further and further right. into the group. Uh-huh, Every right, time that they right, think right. about self-pleasuring... And that is all the time. They get in further and further dragged there into the organization. You're in a cult. Call your dad. Shit. Yeah. So that is apparently a strong reason... I don't know if that was originally the concept for the Proud Boys of, you know, they actively planned out that they were going to introduce this. But that's apparently a psychological effect that it can have. Also, you know, they're... <sighs> but you're saying because then they feel more braver and then they can go talk to women. I'm like, we don't want that. Please pleasure yourselves for the love of God. <laughs> we don't want to talk to you. Ugh. Like, there isn't enough gross men approaching you in bars. Well, not anymore, obviously, because that <laughs> those days are over. Um, but, ugh. ugh. Mm. Yeah. I've yeah. also, look, I've expressed on this podcast before an annoyance with things getting labeled alt-right that aren't alt-right. So I want to make very clear, oh. choosing to not masturbate doesn't make you alt-right. No, that's... You can choose very true. to do whatever you want. People have very like a lot of different reasons for that shit. Weirdly not, becoming associated it, with the alt-right. Right. Yeah. It's a tactic that is used in the alt-right. Doesn't mean that there aren't other people who also have reasons for not masturbating. It is fine. Unless you're using it as a means of creating this fucking cult of incels. But, you know, yes. it's just me. So I also, you know, I think just some general advice that's really useful <laughs> in life. Yeah. yeah. Tell if, me. say, you're, you're a single guy and you're starting to miss an ex-partner, then it's always good advice to go and do a bit go of downstairs call, DJing <laughs> or paddle the Bermuda Triangle or jerk the gherkin. Audition the finger puppets. <laughs> Jack the Beanstalk, maybe. It's always a good idea to do any of the above and then reassess whether you actually miss your ex-partner or whether you were actually just a bit horny. And mm. maybe now it's time to have the same approach. But if I, you're starting I to, the mm -hmm. to feel a little bit racist, maybe rub one out and see how you feel afterwards. Yes. It might change Whoever everything. You are. It might uh, change everything. Yeah, I think to for any person for any gender, if you're if you're thinking about texting your ex, I, give yourself a little loving, and then I think you'll feel differently. I really did try to uh, to, to be gender neutral in my selection of euphemisms. I feel like Audition the Finger Puppets is... is oh, yeah, beautifully. Uh, uh, yeah, non-binary, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I think, it's, I th I think that one would, would count as, you know, <laughs> primarily <laughs> non-penile. Um, non but but non-binary. Not necessarily. Uh, Gallop the Maggot. I... I Okay, wait. I'm pretty, pretty disgusted with that one either way. You that have one. to walk me through that one. Well, I think. <laughs> I just don't even. <laughs> yes. I don't, I, I'm Let's unpack it. 
I think maggot could refer to a few different bits of anatomy. <laughs> and, uh, oh God. You know, I think Finding Nemo to be honest, Finding Nemo is my favorite one. I it's the like one that Nemo. <laughs> Grinding Nemo also works. It's maybe better. Maybe Grinding it Nemo is, be. is better. It might be. Taming Pumba makes no sense, but I'm just a big fan of it. Taming Pumba. I, yeah, I was trying to work I with something about. I would say that about... Timon is a little more. I mean the the shape of it all. I don't. <laughs> Is that a, is that a little There more? was something about look, some of these I found and some of them I just made up. And <laughs> there was so I saw one that was just like wag the warthog and I was like, well that's kind of disgusting. But if someone told me to go tame Pumba, I'd be like, yeah, that's an accurate description of a 14-year-old's <laughs> brain of going, hey, calm the fuck down. And maybe <laughs> don't <laughs> like don't do whatever you were just thinking. Maybe just oh, go. Man. Go tame Pumba and then reassess your life choices. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> oh, you just start that hashtag. Um, the proud boys post. Just go so, tame Pumba. Please let us know <laughs> what your favorite euphemism is. Ooh, Any yeah, of the above, whether know. you've got a new one. Uh, <laughs> please let us know if you would like us to f- go back to finding more serious stories. I feel yes. like. After Write this week, I just didn't want to give a shit. On the Observe and Retort Instagram. Oh, for sure. Ugh, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh. Okay, you want to you wanna cross over? I would like to move on Not from die, but punishing Percy. The, yeah. <laughs> okay. oh. <laughs> so we're getting into some weekly what the fuck. Okay. Okay. We Hit did me. it. Go for it. Me first? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Ukrainian man invents murder to get police to clear snow from his road. I saw this one. This is great. This guy is, great. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really thinking outside of the box here. Tell so us more. Ukrainian man has reported a fictitious murder to police in the hope that they would clear snow from his road when they came to arrest him. The man called police on Saturday night to tell them that he had killed his mother's partner by stabbing him. Like, dude, are you all right? Like, you're just making this shit up. He said the victim showed no sign of life. The man, so he advised police to bring a, a, a snowplow because, quote, it was not possible to reach his house otherwise. Oh, yeah, you, oh, you have to bring this. Sorry. <laughs> Law enforcement officers were, however, able to reach the property in the small village of Grybova, Rutnia, in northwestern Ukraine, Ukraine using an all-terrain vehicle. <laughs> so the, the alleged victim was safe and sound and no one had attacked him. He was fine. And uh, the road in question had been cleared of snow in the morning, according to the local authorities. But the man said he was just not happy with the result. Like, he's not happy with the work they did. (laughs) And he just kind of hoped maybe police could finish the job. This is also this. Oh, my God. It's just. 
I don't know if I'm impressed or annoyed at this man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm torn a little bit. I think you can be both. I think okay. that's that's allowed. I I can contain that complexity, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Okay, now you go. So. <laughs> if it's the same I have, I want I want the to read a part of it. But okay, you go. Miracle of birth. Oh, it's not it. Okay. <laughs> Woman in Indonesia says gust of wind made her pregnant. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I know. It's just the worst. Like, you're just walking home. You've been grocery shopping. Yeah. Gust of wind. Prego. Boom. She was hit by a big old gust of wind and uh. soon after gave birth to a baby girl. And the mystery of how or when she got pregnant remains. She insists it was an ima- You know, we've had 2,020 years. <sighs> Tearless oldest <laughs> time. <laughs> to celebrate women not willing to admit. <laughs> yeah. That they've been having some, you know. Well, if dudes... Playing better, with a python. Then <laughs> so... <laughs> If maybe more men weren't trash, we would own up to it, you know? <laughs> that is. <laughs> it's like, no, it wasn't I'm Jeff. Not it even, was wind. Not even. Not, not even. Jeff. Gonna... Not Jeff. Definitely wind. Yeah. If anybody asks, wind. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> yes. Uh. Anyway, I feel like we all know what happened. Um, <laughs> no, David, what happened? Well, what? God decided what? to <laughs> bless this woman. Yeah. Uh, so, bless you. Yes, that's, yeah. that's obviously what happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Was that, was that, all, was that all of that? I, it's, there's a whole story, but I'm just not going to. I feel like no, it's, it's already it. peaked. Yeah. Um, I think we got that. The important bits. <laughs> Bill bits. Okay. Well, I have something for you from Scotland. Well, I don't okay. know. I did not say it in a Scottish accent. So that was great. Um, really just winning. Uh, okay. Edinburgh woman bit off man's tongue in street brawl before seagulls swooped down and ate it. No doubt that's also the man's fault, right? Just (laughs) (laughs) clearly, clearly he he asked for his own tongue to be bit out. God. I'm I'm pretty sure this is on her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot in one title. It's like you, you read the first bit and then it's like, oh, that's a crazy title. And then you keep reading it. It's like, Okay, now I need to sit down. Whew. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, prosecutor Susan Dixon uh, said the pair clashed as they passed each other on the Leith Walk at around 8 p.m. on August 1st, 2000. Wait, 2019 is the thing, right? Did, did I read an old one? I think I read an old one. Can I please read it? No, it's really <laughs> funny. See the nineteen bit. It was new. Wait, was she just convicted? Oh, maybe that's it. I don't know. What's the date on the article? 
I don't know. I just took the notes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, I don't know. Okay, while you find that, I'm going to tell you a little bit more. No, it says Monday. It's... Oh, actually, that was today. It's from today. Like it was posted on Reddit so... today or the article was released today? The article was released today. There you go. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, I will continue. <laughs> I am in the clear. <laughs> Um, she said that they were strangers, but they uh, developed an argument when they were passing each other. The court heard Ryan, which is the woman, uh, had tried to walk away. Wait, no. Uh, the physical said Mackenzie continued to be aggressive towards Ryan and he approached her with a clenched fist. So, yes, Ryan is the woman. Mackenzie yeah. is the is the dude. Uh Yes, so Ms. Ryan somewhat oddly responded to that by pushing him on the body and kissing him. So, like, he was like, oh, clenching his fist, like, oh, fuck you. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm going to kiss you now. And then she bit through his tongue, which caused a piece of the tongue to be removed. Whew. So, uh, Mr. McKenzie walked off and spat a part of his tongue out, at which point the piece of muscle was picked up by a large seagull that, that flew away with the piece of tongue. That's just bad luck, dude. Fucking yeah. seagulls. God, birds are the worst. <sighs> Have you made friends with the crows yet? Oh, don't you, don't. Don't you? Okay, let's not start. Let's not start. I'm sorry. I'm traumatized, David. I'm not going to that park anymore. It's just not happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, the 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 chunk of tongue bitten off was approximately two centimeters by three centimeters in size. That's a good chunk. Yeah. That's like, a, I feel really bad for this man. Like that's fucking sucks ass. I hope he gets like a huge fucking sum of money or like some like he need yeah also because you can't really like you can't really do anything about it i think can you even like do prosthetics I uh, no it's i a have tongue. no idea uh, i'm gonna be honest uh, i've not i've not learned that much about tongue prosthetics i'm a little disappointed i'm not gonna lie <laughs> um yeah he didn't get any surgery because yeah obviously he couldn't he didn't have the tongue anymore so yeah that sucked really bad for him so that was a fun little piece okay i'm gonna gonna go to the last one i have i have a little story Ooh. just a uh it's it's heartwarming okay just, is it i said last week that i'd i'd rejected two stories actually because okay. i couldn't find reliable sources and the day after, reliable sources started reporting on one of the stories. Oh. Which was that at least 30 ISIS militants have died in Afghanistan after they blew themselves up during a bomb making class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some Reddit comments that were on, honestly like the best comments that <laughs> is on the internet right now. Oh my god! 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was just a little story that I'd rejected last week because I couldn't find a reliable source, and now there's loads of places reporting on it. So it's uh it's just heart- it happened. heartwarming little story. Heartwarming. Just <laughs> hey, their hearts were pretty warm. I mean, if anything, if anything, can it's it's true. Is that that is that is that, that. Is scientific fact? Boom! Literally. Yeah. That's the noise it made. Okay. I didn't get it. That's so, wow. Oh. Yeah, you're welcome, Thank David. You. I know you're a little dense. Mm. I have to help you <laughs> just once in a while just to, oh, and there it is. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> it was. I know, sorry. Okay, okay, raise the mood with the final story mm, of the mm, episode. Mm, mm, mm. Let's see. Are you ready? Okay. Typo. On government-issued travel registration letter, directs callers to sex hotline. Yeah, baby. I now did we're see this one as well. It's a great, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, this happened in Quebec, in Canada, and uh, the public safety department is apologizing for clerical error on a on this letter, uh, and. The letter was sent out to residents of, okay, so I cheated and I wrote two municipalities, which might not be true. It might be two towns to say like one is a municipality, but like it was so difficult to, I, I tried to listen to it, like how to say it. And I was like, it's just, I, I'm just, I just sounds like I'm choking. I can't say it. I don't want to offend them. <laughs> and it's not, just not going to be it. So, yeah. So the letter was sent out earlier this month, and um, yeah, it advised residents to call the government's travel registration line for further information, and then a little phone number they could uh, use. And several residents uh, who tried to call the the hot the hotline were very astonished to be greeted by this recorded message, delivered in a. Come hither, female voice. Jazz voice, jazz voice, jazz voice. Okay. Welcome to America's hottest talk line. Guys, hot ladies are waiting to talk to you. Ladies, to talk to interesting and exciting guys free, press to now. (laughs) Can you imagine calling to get (laughs) travel registration information? It's like... Oh my God! You've come to the right place for some big old dick. It's great. It's great. That's what you want. But no. Look, I saw this headline. I thought that was a great story, Uh, (laughs) but I didn't look enough into it to realize it's such a cheap sex hotline that they just connect. Like they don't even have staff. They're just like, oh yeah, women totally want to call up and. Be our staff for free. But they have to know if you, if they want men or women. You know, it's not going to be like, Carol, yes, hello, which one would you like? We have this and we have this. Like, obviously, they're going to have some, <laughs> you know, some <laughs> pre-recorded thing. No, that's not my... Qu- that's... Oh, okay, I misunderstood. <laughs> what are you trying to say? It sounds, from what you just said, like they connect women who call... To the men who call, but they only charge the men. I don't think so. I think they just have both men and women. It said employed. the women 
can talk free to interesting men. Hmm. Hmm. Why would they be able to talk free? Why would they have male staff if they were talking for free? They're just connecting innocent, horny women. But how can to, they? But to, then they can't fucking. They can't say, yeah, you're going to talk to interesting, exciting guys. Because then it's just horny, sad boys calling this number. That's not interesting or exciting. Maybe not to you, but to the women who call <laughs> this phone line. That's that's the peak. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got me. That's that's true. So, <laughs> can't, can't argue with that. Unless what you're trying to say is that they just have men on staff as like a public service. They're just like, women deserve to be able to call for free and talk to interesting and sexy men. You write that so petition right now. <laughs> Look, I'm a big believer I in charity. It. I think that might be past my, <laughs> my capacity for it. But I'm, who knows? I could be wrong. Mm. <laughs> like you said, I could be drunk. I mean, we all could and we all should, David. These are the times to bring a little flask to work. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> just, a little, just a little idea. You don't have to take it. Okay. Maybe a little bit. I feel like no. that's, a, that's a good, uh, a good start. <laughs> for you. No, it's a good also, start you for your internship. Last, last <laughs> it's a good start for your internship for you to say on a podcast that you believe that they listen to. Uh, <laughs> That you're going to start drinking at work. I'm not going to start. I like what I'm doing right now. I have no <laughs> reason to drink. Not to say that you don't like what you do. You love you. you love it. And we exactly. have all heard it with our own ears. I do. We know it to be true. Everything I do. No, wait. That's not it. <laughs> do it for you. Okay. Yeah. Now, now you should, should very much cut me off. I mean, you just said that I cut you off last time, so I'm just gonna leave it. I absolutely did not. Okay? Not spiraling. It was only after I said, I'm gonna now take your microphone out, that I took your microphone out. Okay, let's, yeah. let's skedaddle. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Yes, go on. Goodbye. <laughs>